Hey guys, welcome to episode 115 of the Ryan is Super Strong podcast. I'm coming at you, oh I'm releasing this midday again. You know, sometimes I do that, as long as I get it to you on Tuesday I don't feel too bad. You know, but most of the time it's at midnight, but hey, today, midday. You know, if, you, if you're someone that likes to listen to it on Tuesday on your way to work, I'm sorry, okay? I'm sorry. Maybe you can listen to it on Wednesday on your way to work <laughs> or on your way home from work today. Uh, either way, uh, get it to you. It's, you know, it's after Thanksgiving. All of our bellies are full. Our fridges are full with leftovers. I'm hoping that uh, you had a great holiday. And I'm also hoping that you're gearing up for the next month of wonderful times. I uh, hope your family is close to you today. I have a dear friend named Noor Chetri. You guys are going to love him. Uh, multi-talent, super talent. I'll introduce him as I always do in the show. Uh, but you definitely have to check out his project, uh, Symphonic Planet. It's insanely cool. Um, I will show a, a bit of his music. Um, if you go to his SoundCloud, that's where he has a ton of stuff. It's all super epic uh, film scoring type kind of vibe. Uh, and you'll hear about Symphonic Planet in, uh, in, under his explanation like later on in the show. So I won't uh, butcher that all up. But it's a really awesome project. And uh, I actually put some of his music behind him talking about the project. Uh, there's a there's a, pl- uh, a tune called "The Victim of the Elements." Uh, the victim of elements. Sorry. Um, they were on an expedition to Death Valley, and they used a bunch of sounds that they recorded there to make this recording. So when he talks about Symphonic Planet, that's actually going on behind it, Victim of the Elements. So um, you should check that out. Check out his SoundCloud. Check out Symphonic Planet, all that kind of stuff. And then, yeah, we'll play some more of his music in full so you can really hear it uh, later on in the show after that as well. So check that all out. As for me, this week, uh, I'm doing so much cool stuff. None public, actually, this week or in the next couple weeks, really. It's most Christmas events and stuff like that, but I'm getting into uh, album prep with past guest Braxton Molinaro, uh, so we'll be recording in the next couple weeks. I am starting the Christmas uh, show with Los Alamitos High School. Uh, I'm doing the Christmas events at the high school that I teach at. Uh, Lori Pasqualino and I are working on some fun projects together. Liza Wallace, past guest and member of Primary Colors, we're working on a tune medley thing for Christmas as well. So all kinds of cool stuff coming out soon, hopefully. Uh, so just be at the the old social medias. That's uh, my personal as Ninja Knutson uh, on Instagram, and that's where you know that's where I put up most of my stuff. So check it out. Become part of the community, as I always say. And I'm not gonna plug anymore for the show until the end of the show. So stay tuned if you want to become part of the social media community. There's all that stuff on Instagram and all that stuff, and Facebook. And you know how it works. It's 2018. You know how to Google stuff. Anyways. I'm going to let you go. I'm going to let you get to this freaking show. So, um, without further ado, you know, like I always say, get yourself a snack, get yourself a chili beverage, you know, curl up with someone you love or your puppy or your kitty. <laughs> I'm very strange. And, uh, I know I get comfortable, <laughs> get somewhere comfy. If you're in the car, if you're in traffic, I'm, I'm sorry, but I hope that this makes it a little bit more relaxing and that you're not so stressed out in that crazy traffic. And either way, what I always want you to do more than anything, the most important part of the day, is enjoy the freaking show! All right, hey, 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 
Welcome to the Ryan of Super Strong Podcast. This is Ryan Knudsen and I am, you guessed it, super strong. Today's strength level is elastic. Now, several reasons for elastic being the strength level and theme of today. Um, it's the, la- it's the fr- uh, last week of November, the week right after Thanksgiving happened. So we're all thanking the Lord for those elastic bands that we used on Thanksgiving Day and filled our little bellies. <laughs> To, to our rotund little little bellies uh, and those elastic bands, they stay strong, you know? So elastic being a very strong thing, no matter how much pressure you put on it, um, I thought that would be a good, a good strength level for today. Not only because I have someone with us today that can do myriad different things, a, a crazy diff- multi-skilled, multi-talented person, but also someone who stays strong under inc- incredible pressure. We were chatting right before the show about some things in life that are hard, <laughs> which everyone experiences bullshit. And that's, you know, so this is a person that I think would be very wonderful to have on the show this for this last week of November to talk about, you know, wrapping up this very thankful month, you know, even though we are actually on one of the last days of the spookiest month right now. <laughs> <laughs> this man is a is a great guy. I've met him one time, really. We did one gig together, uh, but we're friends uh, very quickly. This is He is a bass player, a drummer, percussionist. He, play, he plays every instrument, I think. I think he can play everything. I don't even want to list all of them. <laughs> Producer, composer, very talented man, a friend to many past guests that we've had on the show, uh, Florida native. Um, an American patriot. May I say that? Yes, yeah, you, you can. You can. <laughs> this is the fantastic, <laughs> the fantastic Italian Nora Chetri. How's it going, man? It's uh, hey, it's going. Thanks for having me. <laughs> of course, dude. I'm already thinking about if my belly is going to be big or not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, because it's like of, we're doing it. About. I'm, I'm thinking of, I'm thinking about what kind of pants I'm going to wear. We are three weeks ahead of, or about maybe a little over three weeks ahead of Thanksgiving coming. Mm. Um, are you excited for that? I am. I'm really excited. You like uh, you like Thanksgiving? I do. I, I I've missed you know uh, being in the service. Uh, once upon a time, you know, you miss out on a lot of holidays. Sure. But uh, and being a musician, we work those days. Yeah. So, exactly. but uh, yeah. This uh, it's, it's been been a hot second since I've been home, and uh, I get an opportunity to come home after Thanksgiving. But you know, I think we're gonna continue the festivities. Yeah. Uh, get out there so. i do that i do a lot of that too where it's like uh as a musician you're a freelance guy you yeah. often have gigs on holidays so you plan your holidays with family and friends and stuff like yep. after the day yeah you are the festivity so. <laughs> that happens often that yeah. happens often i get that what you're thankful for oh my goodness you uh, i'm so thankful for so many things right now yeah um i think at this moment uh it's really really to say friends and wonderful people yeah um you know, I, boy, I had a lot of interesting adventures and travels and I landed here. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I, I think the thing that kept me going is the friends that I've made. Sure. And I'm so thankful for those opportunities for, um, you know, the, the, the continued support of people around me and inspired by people celebrating their success and all together in that community. Uh, you know, it's, it's really absolutely amazing uh, so I'm really thankful for that and my, uh, I'm really thankful for the opportunity to, to do what I love and to, to pursue my passion, uh, my passions out here, which are quite a few, Yeah. but, um, I, you know, 
Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. you know what? The, I, I want. I wanted to ask you about yeah. that, and have you give a rundown quick? But I realized I skipped the first question I normally ask because we got on the thankfulness. Yeah. Go ahead. But you know, normally the first question I always ask everybody because this is the show. Ryan is super strong, and so I'm on here every week, and so a lot of people know that I'm going to be here, right? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> right. They go, "Oh yeah, that's that guy. <laughs> He's there every week." But a lot of people are are going, "Nor." Did they misspell door? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> stuff like that. Then and so they're asking, "Who is this guy?" And so that's my first question for you: is Hey, Nor, uh, who are you, and what are you doing here? Well, my name is Nor. Yeah. So far, I think my name rhymes with forty-two other words. Whoa, you've <laughs> checked that before. <laughs> well, I think my AP environmental class in high school was bored one day and tried to figure that out, so they yeah. did it for me. Oh, you had a, did you have a lot of nicknames because of that? I did. Yeah, I got made fun of a lot. Oh, and so it was a derogatory. They used it derogatorily. Mm, off and on. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I was an easy person to make fun of. You know, I was different. I was this kind of like uh, multicultural kid living in a, the cotton south of Florida. And, sure. And so it was kind of like, that was the interesting one. So it was just like, oh, easy target. Let's make fun. When everybody's fun. name is <laughs> Andrew and Matthew. Lyrics. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's just kind of how it goes. You try to find ways to have fun yeah. and pass the time. Um, so yes, I'm Nor. Yeah. Um, I, uh, right now I am a, uh, I'm a producer, I'm a composer, I'm a multi-instrumentalist. Um, in my past life, I was a Marine, a U.S. Marine uh, musician. And, uh, and, uh, I was a lot of, a lot of things, but I think the best thing to really describe what I am is... A musical entrepreneur. Ooh, I like that. I feel. Uh, let's see. What do you mean by that? So I, uh, I, I'm full of these creative ideas. Sure. And uh, as a you know, as a composer, you 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 kind of really always creating something. Mm-hmm. You know, out of thin air to support something else. Um, but um, I came out here to discover what. I would start what what would be different something unique that hasn't been done yet right what's your voice right and mm-hmm. I you know it, it took it took a, a, a moment uh, sure. to figure it out and that's when it goes back to the thankfulness I, I met someone that shared the same vision and it just kind of like popped up in yeah. this project um, called Symphonic Planet and it can people check that out online yes yeah, okay absolutely. well don't plug it now it's not time for plugs no okay, yeah just yeah. It. Yeah. How, um, dare, how dare you even? Play yeah. <laughs> but uh, um, it it came, you know, all of us go through some type of struggle at some point or trying to figure out, oh, my gosh, I'm a musician in Los Angeles. Sure. Or I'm an artist or I'm an actor or, or professional, period. You know, the competition is high. How do I make my way through? And I feel like being in, uh, if you have kind of that, like, bone in your entrepreneurial, uh, entrepreneurial bone in your body. Sure. You have... Uh, an advantage of making your own way, mm-hmm. your own voice, and also finding your calling. You know, you have this wonderful podcast because you wanted to do something, you know, interesting and different. Sure, and that, and, yeah. and that's you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I um, I had that idea, um, and it just fell into my hands. I, I wasn't, I didn't know what I was looking for. I was so confused. Like, oh my gosh, I do all these music uh, gigs and. You know, after a while, you kind of like, okay, is this going to be the rest of my life? Yeah. 
uh, is this what I'm going to do or is, is this what I'm going to leave behind? Yeah. Is this making me happy? And mm-hmm. yes, music makes me happy. Right. But the creation of something different. And yeah, it's ba- I get that completely. Yeah, absolutely. And it basically, I, uh, I started with a co-founder, uh, an incredible person, and uh, we just wanted to travel. Mm-hmm. You know, we wanted to travel the world. And that was the goal. That was, that like was the, the goal. I had this book. Uh, I forgot to bring it in with me, but I, I have this book that's out of print. It's called 501 Must Take Journeys. Mm. And I got it out of Goodwill uh, <laughs> near the military base I was stationed at in, oh, nice. in yeah. Virginia. And I was like, oh my goodness. Were you able to check any of those off just by being in the military and stuff? Um, Yeah, one of them. But I started checking. I realized I had checked off already a few of them before nice. I joined. Yeah. And, uh, and then after. And it was so cool. I'm like, wow, I bought this for a dollar. Yeah, yeah. And I bought two other books just like it. And I was like, right, you know, this is, I'm going to do this. Yeah. Or my, my, my journey to life is gone, is done. And, you know, this is, this means something. All 501. If I can. If you can. That's <laughs> as much as I can. There's yeah. a lot of journeys in there. That's am- well, that's amazing. Are they, how, how d- detailed are they? Are they like. They're pretty detailed. It's stopping all these them, different areas. Some of them are really small, or? like the San Diego Scenic Drive is a simple one. Oh, okay, gotcha. gotcha. But then there's some grand ones, like taking, um, you know... Walk the Appalachian Trail or something. Yeah, or going to the Himalayas or Uh going to some sacred temple in Bhutan or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we're sitting down years later for me, uh, sitting down with uh, uh, my friend Jonas, and I'm like, wow, man, I wish I could go (laughs) on this place, but we're broke. What do we do? And, Mm -hmm. you know, just struggling uh, creators and... um, he was developing this his own business called 24 Violins, where he records a whole orchestra by himself. So he was doing his thing. Oh, wow, yeah. Um, and so he was kind of, like, developing that. And then I was kind of like, oh, okay, well, I'm this, like, half film, film, uh, film composer slash, you know, songwriter, but gigging musician. Where do I fit in all this? But And I have already spent a lot of time traveling the world, allocating and learning about these cultures sure yeah, yeah, yeah. before i got into muse uh serious about music i never thought i was actually gonna be a musician ever uh, my i my parents were musicians i grew up in a musical family and i saw my dad you know hustling and playing everywhere yeah and uh um my parents built you know really uh, really good business for themselves but um you know Florida's not exactly it doesn't really have as many opportunities. All the opportunities, right? Yeah, right. Exactly. In, in terms of like as, as a songwriter mm-hmm. or yeah, a creator, sure. but um, I saw that was difficult, and I had passions of I had this like, you know, I was this young guy. I was like, oh, I'm gonna change the world and you know, world peace and all that stuff. So sure. I got involved with these international volunteer service uh, service organizations uh, for like a hot second. I um, through some family connections, I got to like teach at. Uh, at a school, like a couple schools in Malaysia, in the village. Cool. Um, my grandparents lived in the village, so I spent a lot of time there. But I was always very, like, this, uh, kind of always trying to give this philanthropist type of thing. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was like, oh, it, it gave me, uh, made me feel a lot of self-worth. But, um, but I love to see the difference being made. And it, just seeing how it changes people uh, for the better, or at least improves their life. And witnessing that it's the same thing that's happening to you in the act of giving. Um, and you're just kind of like learning your skills. So for a while, I, um, I wanted, uh, my help, I had this whole grand idea that, okay, I'm going to become a foreign service officer or I'm going to be a foreign diplomat or something. So I got into that. I, you know, 
um, had some connections to do some little interning in, in Washington, D.C., and realized it wasn't for me. Sure, yeah. Um, and, you know, I did not have the aptitude for, for that, and I had a whole different, completely, you know, different truth I'd experienced that, that kind of made me realize this is not, this is not how I'm going to communicate what I want um, to inspire. Gotcha. Um, so I had to like, I went back home in Florida and I was like, okay, where do I, where do I go from here? Where do I, you know, I'm going to go back to school. Um, but I was just kind of getting burned out I was going to two colleges. Uh, I was active at two universities and it was, it was, uh, it was, you know, quite, quite a bit. And I was a young guy that was, uh, you know, in a, in a, a multicultural but small town. And uh, I couldn't think past that. But I knew I wanted more than that. And so my parents came to me and was like, you ever thought about playing music for Uncle Sam? And I was like, no. <laughs> and I was just like... Uncle Sam being America. America. <laughs> America. <laughs> I, feel like I, I feel like that was a reference that was used a lot when we were growing up and we still saw this picture. And now I don't, you don't see Uncle Sam like not any, so at much. all anymore. Not, not too much. I think, I think it was, you know, us in the South or... or sure. You know, and, the more rural parts of Uncle Sam will probably say Point Uncle him. Sam, but um, well, I miss him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I know him well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep, yep, yep. We've never spoke, but I know him. Yeah, I feel um, it. I feel it. So I, I thought I scratched my head for a second. I was like, I got a couple of friends that are playing music. They seem to be doing well and traveling around the world. They're getting paid to practice. I was like, wow, hey, it's not bad. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't a. I was playing bass, uh, you know, around town for some. Is that your? Is that your main? Or like, is that your? That main has been instrument? my main instrument for the past, um, uh, of say about nine years. Okay. What um, What did you start on with music? So I started. Piano? I was like dabbling in a lot of Latin percussion. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and I was in a, a singing uh, children's uh, touring choir. Cool, cool. Um. So we did a cool tour in Italy, sang for the Pope and. Got to sing with the Vienna Boys Choir. That was really neat. That was actually a really, really weird time because I was like 12 going on 13. And I was yeah, hitting yeah, yeah. puberty. And so here I am. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can't hit certain, these certain notes. And, you know, I was struggling. So I, I I found out, you know, if I ate Jolly Ranchers or candy, it would help me, like, reach. <laughs> so I broke all these rules. Yep. I got in trouble for it. But, um, uh, but yeah, that was an experience there. But uh, so when I, I tried learning piano. My parents put me through piano, but I just hated practicing. I just wanted yeah. to play with Legos. And yeah. I was really big for most of my life. I was very, you know, I started martial arts very young. And so that was a very predominant thing that was happening. Um, <clears throat> I was competing in a lot. I was training a Shaolin Kung Fu. Cool. Um, I was, you know, part of a, a small stunt team. So we were doing some, like, short movies, some, uh, you know, indie stuff. And uh, uh, so I was all about that. And... But I, yeah, I hated piano. I didn't want to play Beethoven. That sure. was what I was started on. And yeah. it's like, and this is that little rascal kid. Yep. So I ended up stopping that for a while. Um, and then I got, I don't know, somehow got into playing saxophone. Yeah. So I was studying saxophone. Um, my parents got me some uh, a private teacher and started playing that. And I kind of created this gateway of me, you know, getting interested in all, all these other instruments that are lying around the house. Yeah, yeah. So... I remember getting in trouble with my dad because uh, we had a recording studio in the basement and all these instruments. And so if I wasn't on a gig or my parents weren't taking me to uh, a gig, uh, 
you know, I was just like the little Romeo in middle school and high school. So when they were gone, I was in the studio. Yeah. Trying to just like push out a song that was, I was, you know, was feeling. And eventually the hard drive was like filled up. My dad couldn't do any work. It was like, what is going on here? And yeah. I realized, oh, Nora's been using the studio and I've been gone. Sneaky, sneaky. <laughs> sneaky boy. But because uh, I couldn't call friends to come in right away. So I had to teach myself all these instruments. I had yeah, to yeah. like try to figure my way out and I had to do it quick. Or else I get in trouble. So, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, you know, through that, I, uh, I, I was, you know, pretty heavy on saxophone for a bit, and uh, guitar came in, you know, uh, kind of came in, and my mom, um, my my parents separated, uh, got divorced, but uh, we were, you know, everybody was on good terms, and my mom sure. lent me her uh, four string bass and. I was really big into police. Mm-hmm. So the only reason why I wanted nice. to learn how to play bass is so I could play Sting. Sting, yeah. And that makes sense. I had this like police fake book and really good, really good bass lines, man. Oh yeah, my gosh. Some of the best. And Sting, <laughs> yeah. Dad had a police uh, cover trio and that was like that that set me there. Um so five minutes instruments later I'm in high school and you know, I'm trying to tackle all this stuff and and then uh, college came around and I started adding more and then I fell in love with piano. Um, and with writing, uh, something different, you know, not so song, songwriting, uh, sure. but kind of exploring a different realm of things and, and in jazz. And then, then my parents asked me, do you want to, what have you thought about the military? And I was like, I didn't know. But then I decided, yeah, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to take this shot. I could use some discipline. I'm going to, I want to be a badass. Yeah. So I don't think my parents were thrilled or at least had the idea. So no, okay. When we meant military, not the Marines, <laughs> right, 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 right. Not combat, but I did it. Um, yeah. And it got me here. That's awesome. Yeah. And that's a whole different story in its own right there. It was four years. Well, and then based on all that, are you a sweet or a savory boy <laughs> Ooh. when you're eating stuff? You know, I think, I think both. Ooh, you don't lean one way or the other. You got a sweet tooth and a savory tooth. I do have a sweet tooth, but I think as of lately, I'm going towards a savory, but I, I do, I like those hints. I like those, like, you know, hints of uh, those flavors of little sweetness, or at least a tease. Thanksgiving is great for that. Oh, absolutely. You, you grew up loving Thanksgiving. Oh, I love Thanksgiving. Favorite favorite Thanksgiving food? Oh. That, you had to pick one. I had to pick Whoa. one. Okay. All right. <laughs> I can't even believe I'm do, doing that. Do dude. desserts count? Um, let's say no. Okay. Let's, let's count. Cause that's just unfair. There's so many good desserts. It's yeah. Fair. Yeah. Let's well, just go straight savory. So, hmm. I think it has to be this green bean casserole. Oh, so good. The French onions on top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to make this, uh, also pretty bomb soup. Well, you know, I take that back. Scratch everything. My dad <laughs> makes this killer chicken. Uh, no, uh, salmon teriyaki. Whoa! Uh, and uh, for Thanksgiving every yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, we did that every year, and he'd bake it um, on uh, a bed of cabbage or, or lettuce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it would bake it to perfect perfection, and he would use like Italian dressing on it, uh-huh. and then he would bake that. It was just perfect everyone it was everybody's favorite oh the turkey uh, was like good we have it we have the turkey we have the turkey but, eat the turkey yeah but salmon didn't stand a chance yeah i get that so I made yeah sure I on turkey that. you know it's one of those good things but at the same time 
You yeah, know? I know. Yeah. It can, it can, if when it's bad, it can be the worst thing in the world. Oh yeah, you know, turkeys. You know, there's an art to it. Yeah. Yeah. My girlfriend Lori uh makes the best turkeys i've ever tasted in my life it's insane really yeah it's, the secret is butter and lots of butter i uh-huh. think but i challenge it's just, her it's insane oh well, yeah that's fine that's fine. i don't mind being the judge of that fight i think it, I, I got my own recipe i do yeah it's yeah. It, I, I love it when someone is good at turkey it's oh like, yeah no it's, when they keep it moist that's you know it's just dang even you can cut it with your finger did you watch a lot of tv growing up no um because you had so much music around i had so, so like, much music was that around? your hobby my you know, we were a hardworking family, but we weren't, I wouldn't say we were comfortable. We got by, so sure. we had cable. Um, most of what I watched growing up, if I did watch movies, um, it was all martial arts. Jackie Chan, nice. Bruce Lee, Jet yeah. Lee, that kind of thing. And Mortal Kombat? Yeah. I was, just, <laughs> I was just like taking a lesson with one of the guys that was in the movie. Oh, really? The other day. Yeah, last nice. week. Who was it? Um, he was the, uh, the fighter that Goro killed in the ring. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because well, yeah. uh, he he's a real guy, too. Yeah, yeah he's a real badass guy. Yeah. Oh, crap. What's his name in real life? Ken Edwards. Ken Edwards. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's awesome. Cecil Ken Edwards, yeah. He's an Eagle Claw very, style. That's very cool. So That's amazing. Where does he teach out of? In Pasadena. Cool. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. It was he's cool. like, yeah, like, Goro killed me. I was, the, like, I walked in the door <laughs> and I was combat. like, you look familiar, but I don't want to call it out. Like, you know, oh, you were that guy. I would have screamed. I would have screamed it. He was like, they killed me. And I was like, you got killed by Goro. Yeah. I don't think anybody can really like say much of that. Exactly. Yeah, that's you know? fun. And he did. And you he weren't did a good. stuntman either. You were an actual like. And he did a good character. fight. Too. I, mean, he, yeah. I mean, he got, he, yeah, you know, he got a lot of punches on him. Oh my Goro. gosh, that movie was great. I know. I love that too. What sucked about school? You talked a little bit about no- nicknames. Not the most fun. Did, did, but is, was there anything about school growing up that you hated? I had a difficult time fitting in. Like I knew everybody, but uh-huh. I was, my whole town was all centered towards sports. What town was this, by the way? Gainesville, Florida. So you are from Gainesville. That's yeah. right. So yeah. that's how you knew Hunter Diamond. Yep. That's Pascal. how I knew him. Um, I wasn't, you know, I, I had to get zoning exemptions to go to different schools. Mm-hmm. So it made it tough, like, to make friends in the neighborhood. Um, I wasn't really good at football or soccer, mm-hmm. um, which were kind of like big sports or baseball. I liked baseball, but I couldn't really, like, you know get in with it so uh, martial arts was kind of like much easier for me so i think that kind of created a lot of like divide um in, in terms of friends so like the social thing was really kind of tough and i was never exactly a really good test taker yeah 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 uh yeah. so you know they, they had the whole system in florida that just kind of made it tough to you know, I'm also a little lazy sometimes. <laughs> it's a little <laughs> different, different now, yeah. but um, I get it, man. I have that bone. I just wanted to, I just wanted to play music, and I wanted to do martial arts. Are you scared of tomorrow? Today is Halloween. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> don't, don't, don't need to say any more, nor don't have to say any more. I'm that guy <laughs> that goes through a Halloween maze, and the only way I can get through is if I make fun of everybody that's trying to scare me. Right, it's a coping mechanism, right? Yeah, yeah. I used to, I used to do that same thing. Or I carry a sword. Laurie and I went to Universal Horror Nights uh, oh, a couple weeks ago, and uh, it was, it, it was fun. We had a good time, yeah. but the mazes are so scary, 
and it's and uh, I'm very frightened of them. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's not it's not the kind of fear that like stays in my mind forever. It's not that like creepy psycho sure, sure. kind of stuff. But it's like it's the, 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 it's just jump scare after jump scare after jump scare after jump scare. And so every second, you know, somebody even even when you see like you can see ahead of the maze a little bit sometimes, and somebody will and you're like, oh, somebody's gonna jump out of there. It still scares me, even though I know it's gonna happen. It's like a, I just it's like it still scares me what happens, and I jump. And then yeah. by the time we had done, I think we did three mazes that night, and my back hurt because of all the like oh tensing my up. You know, <laughs> I was just like, I hate this. Why did I spend game. like you know six like, dollars? Like Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah, it's just ridiculous, you know. So I felt felt uh, very bad about that. Um, we had a good time, but mazes are too scary. It's too scary. Yeah, it's easier being the person scaring other people. Sure. Yeah, of course. But like the one being scared is I'm a wussy. I'm that guy. If I watch a scary movie, yeah, I have to follow it with like something something silly. bright. Yeah. But then I'm also like it's a fifty. I was just telling a friend the other day. It's like a fifty-fifty chance. If I watch a scary movie and I watch Teletubbies after that, then I, I'm you know there's a chance that sure. I'm you know the, the Teletubby Teletubby dreams I'm gonna have or even you know, more them friendly. trying to like you know murder like. Ewoks or something, so, <laughs> which is even worse. Your brain will do that's worse when you go to sleep. But that's sometimes sure. it works. Um, dogs or cats? Dogs versus cats. Pick one. Ooh. And please be careful. I know. You're going to really make some people I, mad. I live right next to a dog park. Okay. Um, Does that make you hate them or love them? <laughs> I want one. Yeah. I, like, I really... I, I was thinking about getting a therapy dog so I can get out of the whole pet rent deal but um i you know as of lately i was i grew up as a cat person but um over time i think i really like dogs um right now i'm definitely hot for the dogs (laughs) (laughs) hot for the dogs (laughs) so uh, that's good um yeah i'm I'm also a hot dog if that's if that's the way to qualify that i think uh you know you met rupert on the way in mm-hmm. he's a fine fine specimen of a canine yes, he is. we love him so much uh and the, the listeners know about him he's often makes an appearance on the show via the sounds of his his nails on the hardwood or the <laughs> or the jingle jangle of his of his collar song nice <laughs> but uh but yeah i feel you man it's especially when you see the dogs all the time and you're walking by and you want to pet them and play with yeah, them yeah yeah it's fun yeah, they're, they're responsive yeah. All right, guys. Um, now I'm going to interrupt the show quickly just to give you guys a little taste of some of Nora's music without any words over it. Earlier I played uh, the tune from Death Valley that they made in Death Valley called Victim of Elements, like I said, at the top of the show. But now I'm going to show you guys a tune called Trip to Krakatoa. Um, this was, Nor said, was inspired by his imagination, or their imagination on Symphonic Planet, to travel back in time to when the volcano Krakatoa erupted. Um, I listened to this on Nor's SoundCloud, and it's badass. Very epic movie-style writing, and it has to, uh, a lot of uh, cool sounds, like sound and samples and stuff. I think you guys are going to really enjoy it. So without further ado, here comes the trip to Krakatoa.
but so now we're, we're you know the audience is getting to know you and i think uh the next thing that we'll go into is a segment that i always go into after questions called the compliment corner the compliment corner the beasts of the forest can be mean and make your day gloomy. To make the world a better place, Ryan welcomes his friends to a magical space called the Compliment Corner. Hey, Nor. Hey. <laughs> Welcome to the Compliment Corner. It feels good to be here. Oh, good. <laughs> Something about that song makes everyone feel warm and welcome, and I, you know, I, I that's the goal I always have when people are here at the house. Well, you have achieved that. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that as compliment. What? <laughs> it's a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> so in this in this game, what's going to happen is I'm going to look you in the eye. Uh-oh. I'm going to give you a compliment that I mean. You're going to flip it around on me, give me a compliment that you mean, and then we're both going to walk out of here one compliment heavier at the end of the day. That is awesome. It's just a simple game. Uh, It's, you know, the world's dark outside, Uh, literally and figuratively. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. At the time of this recording. And uh, it's nice to just take a minute and uh, practice complimenting one another. That's what I like about this this little segment. I'm already thinking in my head, all right, I'm going to... I'm trying to figure out what compliment. I want it to be special. <laughs> I know it's nice. Well, I never prep them in advance. I just try to look at you in the eye and think about something that I mean right at that moment. Okay, so I'll go first. Um, my comment for you is this. We do not know each other very well. We've had one gig together where we uh, kind of uh, uh, bonded on some mutual friends, some mutual likes and dislikes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, But then... Uh, you know, I, I talked to you about doing this show. You were totally hyped to do it. You showed up on time. You showed up early. You and then you, you kind of got into talking to me about, about a little bit about real life, which I <laughs> I quickly <laughs> geared you up into silly town <laughs> to rather than actually spend the time to to hear you out. Um, so I guess my comment for you is that I like when I'm with friends, you know, especially close friends. If you start to tell me something about yourself or you know caring about like something if you're if you're an open person and you start to you know talk about stuff like that i like to listen immediately you know mm-hmm. but i kind of stopped you today because we were going right into a silly hour and so i wanted to help you get into that and more into that mode just so it'd be a little bit easier for you and thank but, you <laughs> no, <of course. laughs> but but um i guess my comment is that you you came in so like you seem like a very open person right away because you were able to come in here and and just be feel comfortable enough to talk to me about some stuff that's bothering you, but then also when I was when I was kind of like refocusing your energy a little bit to do the silly hour, <laughs> you you were so open to that too, and you moved you rolled with the punch and you and you kept going and like and you you make eye contact when you talk, and you you just seem to be a very like easy to easy to roll with kind of like nice person who obviously cares about people, and that makes that makes me feel comfortable being around you. Well, thank you. Yeah. I I have to say that you're a very warm person. <laughs> Coming in, you you know, even when you messaged me, I was like, "Oh, man, breath of fresh air." <laughs> and um when I met you, uh you were very I mean, you were very friendly, very, you know, you have this uh I would say you have this aura that's just pleasant to be around. Oh, man. So, that was and it was a lot of fun playing music with you. Yeah. You know, it just it, it enhances the experience. Um, cause there's a lot of great musicians and a lot of people, but when you're around, um, people with just a really good vibe and a sure. good energy and, um, that doesn't have that over pompous attitude, yeah. you know, you don't have that at all. You, you have yeah. a very, uh, down to earth personality and I love, I love that you 
all about this like silliness, but and you're able to switch the gears. Sure. Kind of like how you uh, were just complimenting about that, but you're able to switch gears in a really uh, non-invasive way. So I really appreciate that. <laughs> nice, man. Yeah. Well, thank you, dude. Thank you. Uh, uh, I will shake your hand. Okay. <laughs> it's nice to have nice manners in the comic court. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but uh, thanks for joining me there. That's been the comic court. <laughs> the next segment we're going to play uh, is a little something called Learning by Listing. Rapid Fire. Yeah. You just heard an explosion sound, Nor. That means it's serious, and you got to take it serious. <laughs> I hope you're ready for that. I'm trained for explosions. <laughs> In learning by listening rapid fire. That's true. You are. You're probably one of the one of the more trained people we've had on this show. Um, uh, in, in learning by listening rapid fire, what happens is I will give you a topic. You will list as many things in that topic as you can. Um, and it does. It, there's no right or wrong answer. It's kind of like Rorschach test kind of thing. It's just mm-hmm. the stream of consciousness. It, it can be you know precise or silly or whatever comes to your mind. And we're going to see how much you know about a certain topic. Does that make sense? Okay. So the pressure's on, but it's not high pressure, Ooh. unless that's how you take it. All right. Then it is. Okay, here we go. The first round. We're going to play two. Uh, the first round of Learning by Listing Rapid Fire is things that you wish happened year-around. Go. Burning Man. Mm. Uh, jam sessions. Lunch buffets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Year round. Uh oh. Stop. Oh boy. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> I, only I would love to let the, I would love to let you explain what that last one was that you were about to say, but it's all good. The game's over. The game's and over. the audience will just have to deal with it. I know that's driving the listeners crazy. There's people driving in their car right now going, No. Sorry, audience. No. <laughs> what the mind. hell was that last one? Read my mind. <laughs> We can do this. <laughs> but you said, so first of all, the audience will will recognize that you jumped right off the bat. As soon as I said go, <laughs> you know, you were ready to go. Um, You had several good answers. Lunch buffet stuck out as a speci- very specific one. Yeah. You're, you're a lunch buffet man. Oh, heck yeah. For example? Oh, I know like eight lunch buffets in my area. Ooh. And that I live on. Are they like chains them. or are they like small mom and pops? And the small mom and pops. Like where? Okay, so this is a Chinese restaurant in North Hollywood, uh-huh. and uh, for you get like between a certain time, but you get like, um, and it's every single day, right? Because sometimes they only do it during the weekdays, so you get like a soup, a soda, or a choice of drink, um, a good medium entree, which is giant. So I got also like split it for dinner, and then yeah. rice uh, and an egg roll, and it's so good. Yeah, and then so th- and then there's all these like. Uh, where my music studio is, there's a ton of uh, Asian restaurants and Thai restaurants around there. Sure. So they have Thai lunch specials, and those are great too, and kind of a similar similar thing. And they're all under ten dollars. Yeah. Um, so I get a lot of food, and I can save it. Or you know, sushi restaurants or you know, mm. sandwich places. There's there's quite a few. Uh, I definitely keep an eye out for buffets. Growing up, my mom and I were all about buffets. <laughs> buffet hitting the buffet. Yeah. All Do you like buffet. Vegas? I buffets Vegas buffets not really okay I don't care too much for I mean <laughs> well they have some you know, once in a while it's cool but I think sure? it's a little too excess yeah <laughs> it gets crazy up there yeah, yeah no I get it man but yeah but I'm, I'm with you L- lunch buffets can be a very enjoyable thing yeah um 
Yeah, so you went yeah, like you you didn't go holidays, which is which is good. I think I think I think if you go too much with holidays or holiday themed things, mm-hmm. like I think if people would th- I think when I when I thought of this question, I was like I immediately thought of like the candy that you can get from holidays, mm-hmm. like Butterfinger eggs at Easter and stuff like ah. that, <laughs> things like that that are so good. Uh, but if you if you had them year around, it would work. It would ruin it. You know. Yeah. It would just ruin it. Yeah. But lunch buffets. Year round, lunch buffets year round. Yeah, that'd be a good feeling. Um, okay, second round. Are you um, ready? All right, I think I think that primed me up a little bit. Good. I hope so. <laughs> second round is places that you do not want to be kicked. Go. Balls, <laughs> shins, earlobe, uh, big toe, pinky toe, mm. uh, eyeballs. Mm-hmm. Uh. The uh, the the lower lip, sure. Um, definitely hitting your your teeth. Don't want to get kicked. Stop. Again, the audience is hanging on there <laughs> on your last <laughs> breath, your last word. What was he about to say? Now, the game's over, so we can't we can't go over that. But um, you did put a lot of uh, you did put a lot of things out there, a lot of places on your body that you would not like to be kicked. Yeah. So that shows us one thing. It doesn't sound like you like being kicked. I don't like being kicked. <laughs> That's an inference I'm I'm willing to infer. Um, also, you know a lot of parts of the body, which is impressive to so many people. <laughs> Earlobe? Maybe a lot of people don't know about that. I've been, I mean, as a martial artist, I've got kicked everywhere. You've probably <laughs> kicked all over the place. Some people have got flexibility. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Um, I, I, there's also, I, I was curious, this is something that the audience learned, you thought very literally. Yeah. You th- uh, yeah so you, you didn't think uh, like places, like, you know, uh, you thought places on your body, but you didn't think like locations, like like the skating rink or the oh, mall. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Mall dressing room, you know, <laughs> zoo. Well, I guess I went immediately <laughs> to something I know I've experienced. Yeah, and things that things that you've experienced and things that hurt. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like you know, if you get kicked out of place, you you know, at a location, you might be hurt and humiliated. Mm-hmm. So that's so, but you don't. It seems like you think very literally. Things that you've got, you dig into your past and your brain. Very much so. Hmm. Very interesting. It's very vivid. <laughs> well, see, now the audience has learned that. That's why that game is good. That's why Halloween is scary for me, I guess. Well, that's been Learning by Listing. Rapid Fire. Yes, yeah, a very silly game with that ends with a very serious sound. The explosion. <laughs> I like it, though. <laughs> good. The next game we're going to play is something called Get your dang butt out of my face. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> that just made me happy. Good. That's a, that's the whole point of this whole show. Um, get your name butt out of your face uh, is out of my out of my face is a game that I invented as an airing of grievances game. You know, mm. something that helps me stay positive in my life is airing my grievances, getting stuff off my chest. You know, so something that's been irking me, you know, irking my chain, pissing me off. I'd like I like to talk about it and figuratively tell it to get its thing butt out of my face. Does that make sense? Okay. There's a very much longer explanation I could give you for how I invented this game, but I won't do it today. <laughs> okay. <it's laughs> for both good. of our sakes. <laughs> um, and the sake of the listener who's probably heard it a million times. But the, uh, but yeah, so get your dang butt in my face. It's a very fun game. Get something, out of your, get something off your chest. Get it out. Air it out. You know? 
So I'll go first. I'm going to put you on the spot on this one. I'll, I'll go first while you think. Okay. My uh, per- current pet peeve is money pits. And what I mean by that is passions that you have <laughs> that that as you as you develop skill more and more skills, you have to then put more and more money into it. And then you're looking for more and more return on your investment, which is harder and harder to get. And you constantly have to upgrade and replace and fix and change and everything. Follow the times. And I'm sure that you can echo these sentiments as a multi-instrumentalist who has to deal with every aspect of this. Oh, yeah. um, I have based, the things that are really money pits for me are drums and electronics, drums and audio equipment, drums and like, you know, drum electronics, stuff like that. You're in a room surrounded by both drums and electronics right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. like, I, you know, it's constantly collecting and uh, it's, it's this feeling of, it doesn't matter how much money you save up and have to use, but then the minute you use it, your mind goes, oh, you know, but what I really need is <laughs> <laughs> this next damn thing. So my pet peeve for today, it's been on my mind constantly. This last couple weeks, I've been spending money on all kinds of stuff and then realizing quickly how much more I need is money pits. I hate it. So I'm, uh, I'm going to tell them, hey, money pits, get your dang butt out of my face. <laughs> I can second that one right there. Yeah, you know all about that, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's not just... I mean, it also, like, gear breaks down. You have to buy new And money gear. pits can go can mean anything, too. It could be, you know, yeah. some things that you like, like people like clothes or shoes, Are or you, it can be relationships and stuff like that. It can be all kinds of stuff. Cars. Cars. <laughs> I yeah. had to get a new car. My transmission and the other car. Yeah, it, it, I can drive in reverse everywhere, but I can't go for it. <laughs> <laughs> so getting out of my parking spot is kind of tricky. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, yeah, cars. I can't, you know, transportation. Uh, boy, I wish I could say something more about that. Sure. Um. Uh, well, you can do whatever you want. I mean, you you can, you can even do multiple if you have multiple. You know, what? I might do multiple. Multiple. Yeah. I actually, I mean, I can't stand like. You know, for a while, I learned from my parents, like, you know, if it works for you, stick with it. Sure. Why, why change? You know? Okay. Uh, you know, you know something in and out, you make it different. If it ain't you. broke, don't fix the kind of vibe. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean, because there's always going to be something new. Sure. I mean, we go to NAM show. I, I go to NAM show all the time. Yep. I see everything new. I want to buy everything. All of it. Yeah. Because like, oh, this is going to take me to the next level. Uh-huh. So, um, I don't know what you call that. It's not like a false advertisement, but... Uh, that's the good marketing, I guess. It's good marketing, yeah. And, getting your getting your brain. Yeah, making me realize, you know, oh, I need to have it, or else I can't, you know, I can't compete in the industry. Right. So that can, you know, get get their butt out of my face. Yeah. Well, tell tell it now with some oh. real conviction. Get your dang butt out of my face. <laughs> New gear all the time, which I love, but still. <laughs> um, yep. And then uh, cars <laughs> breaking down. Yeah, that sucks. I've already yeah. dropped a car on my hand and broke it <laughs> already. You I, dropped a car on your hand? Yeah, two years ago. Oh, what? What? How did you do that? I don't... So I was. It was on my birthday, uh-huh. and uh, I had some friends with me, uh, and I had a flat tire on my Mercedes. Okay. And and I loved that thing, and uh, so I was changing the flat tire. I've done it plenty of times. I uh, guess I can't read German because the jacklift is in German, and I put it on the wrong side. Ooh. And it was a weird parking spot, and so it was in, like, some um, plaza. And as I was putting the spare tire on, the car fell off the thing and uh, off the, the lift, and my hand was crushed between the weight of the car, the edge of the car, 
and the the spare tire luckily the spare tire wasn't filled all the way so it gave oh. a little bit. so it took my friends a couple of tries to lift it and pull my hand out oh my god Rushed me how to many the friends hospital. did you have i had three with me so they just ran over and like tried well they, to, they, they were there it. they saw it happen they watched yeah. it like they were like, standing right next to me yeah so they rushed me to the hospital in northridge did and they then, count to three and lift kind of thing well, what yeah, they, they tried to do that, but it had it took several tries because it was a heavy car. Sure. And then they took me to the hospital. Jeez. They they rushed me through because they're like, oh my god, it's a service member. It's his birthday. We got to get him up there. So they they put me on that morphine, and that surgeon was looking for me around the hospital. All I had to do was listen to the guy that was screaming Sinatra songs. <laughs> <laughs> that was me as they rolled me up to. Hey the, man, morphine drip on your birthday? That's not a bad. It was not that's bad. Not a bad celebration. <laughs> And then when they took me up to the surgery room, they were playing. Well, I don't know about that, but they're. I think they were being funny. They were playing. Ha 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 ha! Stay alive. Stay alive. And I'm like, oh, I was partying to that, but I realized, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, that's where in the surgery room. What's going on Are here? They it? They're, hopefully, it sounds like they're rooting it so, out. So cars breaking down, spare tires. I've always, I've had a bad. I don't know history of spare tires for the past four years. I don't know why. Okay. Or just spare tires, tires in general. Tires in general. Yeah. I broke like I, I blew three tires in one month. With, oh. With the car, the transmission that broke down. I did two in a, in like a couple in like two days one time. Oh, man, that sucked. Rough. Yeah. Okay. That's a nightmare. Then I didn't have that. So then transmission. I had two transmissions blow out in cars I owned, and then now I have to get a new car. So cars breaking down, you can get you know, dick. Get your dang butt on my face. That's right. <laughs> it costs money in addition to buying gear. That's right. Get your dang butt out of his face. And I guess I think I'll leave. I'll say one more thing. Okay. This last thing. So the grievances. Ah. So I've been ghosted by someone very close to me. Okay. And uh, no reason at all. Don't yeah. know why. Uh, so, uh, you know, I'm left in the dark and I have no idea. And I miss that person a lot. So I don't know exactly how to turn that around, but uh, I guess integrity and honesty, um, you know, we're missing that. So I wish, I wish that could, so I could get some closure. Sure. Move forward, so that can yeah. get their get its dang butt out of my face too. That's damn straight. Yeah, yeah. you figure that shit out. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Absolutely. I hope that I hope that happens for you as well. I will say that we play these silly games, and then often things happen after them. Like I think it's the deliberate act of. Throwing it out into the universe. Yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah, you know, maybe it's the law of attraction or the yeah. manifestation. When you really want it, you, and you verbalize it, make it real. So oftentimes th- things will things will help you out and, and come out. So hopefully, I hope that person talks to you. I and, hope so too. And works things out with you. I hope so. Um, at very least, just to give you some closure. Yeah. Well, I mean, we got a business. Closure sucks ass. Yeah. Oh, Not yeah. getting it. I mean. Oh yeah. No. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, hey man, that's been get your dang butt out of my face. <laughs> I'm, it smells better now. <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever said that before. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, that's a good point. It would smell better after they do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey man, we're coming to the end of the show. Okay. We've been through a lot. I think the audience knows everything about you now. <laughs> <laughs> All the important shit. Um, but like, but uh, you know, at the, at the end of the show, I always ask the same question. Uh, the name of the show is Ryan is super strong. That's me. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are lots of types of strength. There's physical strength, mental strength, emotional strength, all you know, spiritual strength, all these kind of things. Um, so I, what I like to do at the end of each episode is ask you a simple question. Hey, Nor, are you super strong? Yes, I am super strong. Hell yeah. I love that answer because all my listeners, you know, as you can tell from this podcast, it's extremely inspirational. Absolutely, <laughs> <And> yeah. <laughs> Thank good, you for agreeing. <laughs> I heard a great quote today. I just yeah. posted it. 
you know, tough times don't last, but tough people last. Oh, hell yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, it sounded like a car ad kind of. Well, it's actually <laughs> like my psychology teacher. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Uh, but yeah, you're totally right. And the, and that, that goes exactly along why I like to do this question at the end, because um, every guest comes on and they have totally different personalities. Sure. And I think that as a listener uh, of a podcast, some, some people, you know, some people might dig on whoever's the guest and some people might not. So I always like to ask the guest to give a piece of advice for those people that really like you after this podcast or like you and coming into this part when they, when they mm-hmm. listened, or they knew you were on the show, they listened because they like you. Um, so I want to get a little piece of advice from you that you can give to my listeners um, that can help them be a little bit more super strong like you, nor Chet Ree, <laughs> uh, in the next week until next week when my next uh, guest comes on and gives some advice for themselves. So it can be anything, anything, anything small or big or anything that you, that you find makes I, you who you I are. I think the one thing that's really standing out this week um, is, uh, you know, I've heard these two things that really make, make a difference. Uh, this quote, uh, the lamps may be different, but the light is the same. Mm. And, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I've always been, been a big fan of, uh, Robert Frost and, you know, taking, taking the road less traveled. I think it makes the most important thing. So when you, when you think about the lamps and you think about, you know, you've got a fork in life, uh, and you got to, you're trying to figure out which road do I take? Take the one that that nobody takes. Yeah. Take the one that you haven't, and you know that's. I think that's the whole thing. That's really about me is do something that you've never done. Yeah. And you don't know anything, and you have no expectations because you're gonna find the most out of it. You're gonna get the most out of it, and you never know. You know. Sure. There's jewels waiting for you to, you know, just <laughs> waiting for you. Yeah. And you are waiting for you. Okay. Uh, on in a place, you know on the road to to maybe nowhere yeah or it okay. takes you somewhere well i got you man well thank you so much for thank you for sharing having me. of course man i thank you for coming on the show and you know and sharing all this stuff and uh i appreciate you coming on the show um hopefully the audience digs you and if they do where can they check you out this is i, I, I like to give a second for plugs so you know social media or youtube videos albums classes anything what can people do to check you out well i don't know you audience but i already like you audience if you're listening to ryan's show then you you got to be an awesome person just want yeah. you to know that hey that's a good point yeah no i mean come on if you got to listen to the show you you are definitely someone that's trying to manifest that inspiration so um you can find me at uh my website uh north cherry uh, n-o-o-r i'm not sure if i should spell it out but sure yeah do it yeah, n-o-o-r-c-h-e-r-e-e.com um, you know, Instagram, my Instagram handle is, uh, jazz N O O R jazz nor jazz. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. It's my name. Um, my other website, uh, my passion project, uh, documentary series project called symphonic planet.com. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we'll be posting up some pretty, pretty neat adventures from around the world. Nice. Um, we, uh, we compose music based off our authentic experience of traveling to a place and grab unique and rare sounds and instruments that you can normally find. And we put it into a whole experience to bring the world a little bit closer to people to ex- badass yes. yeah that sounds so great bring the journey to you of course uh, so we got some exciting things coming up and uh so yeah you can you can follow all you can find me there yeah awesome man yeah. awesome well thank you so much for coming on the show 
Thank you for having um, me. I always like to take this time to pe- uh, plug Chad Coleman, who did the art for the show, and Chris Hackman, who did the intro and outro music for my show. Uh, the Instagram is Ryan is Super Strong. The Twitter is at Super Strong Ryan. And you can email us at Ryan is Super Strong at gmail.com, as well as follow us on Facebook at the same name. So, you know, be a part of the community. And most importantly, if you like the show, please go on Apple Podcasts or iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts and rate the show five stars and give it a review. And I mean a nice review. Don't give me one star and be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> that's lame don't do that <laughs> be a lame ass do the right thing and rate and rate the show we'd really appreciate that it helps the show grow and you can say nice things about not only the show but also about guests like Nora here so uh with that we're wrapping up the show i always do one thing at the end of the show and that is to talk to a listener or a group of listeners and try out to get them to up their game in some way so today's no different and i will start that right now today we're talking about food wasters I know there's some of you here that listen to my show, maybe some that just tuned in this week, and you really were getting excited when when Nora was talking about lunch buffets and all the food that you could waste by going to a lunch buffet or getting a lunch deal. But hey, no, 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 don't do that. Don't waste food. We just got done with Thanksgiving. That's what makes me bring this up. I think this is coming out Tuesday. Thanksgiving was uh, one, two, three, four, like five days ago. So at this point, you're, you have some questionable leftovers in your fridge right now from Thanksgiving, and you're going, I guess I'll just throw it out. No! Eat it! Eat it right now! Stop listening and go eat that food, and then come back and finish. <laughs> finish the food, then finish the pod. If you do that, if you take that advice, if you listen to the advice of Nor and all the, my past guests, and try to change your wasting food ways, your wily, wily food waster ways, then maybe one day, Just maybe you'll be super strong. Just like Brian. (laughs)